some sort of power. Some spirit. It's connected to his art. Something truly goddamn strange is going on! Welcome to the Domcast, the Netflix original movie podcast. I am your host, Andrew Morgan. You can follow the show on Twitter at NomcastPod, or you can follow me at JokesOnDrew on Twitter and Instagram. This week, we take a look at the new horror-thriller-satire mashup, Velvet Buzzsaw. The movie is a commentary on the dangerous imbalance of art and commerce and the consequences for putting commercialization over creative spirit. Of course, with a ton of fun, weird, gory violence. This ambitious project is the brainchild of Dan Gilroy, a veteran screenwriter turned director, known for his first film, Nightcrawler, starring the leads in this film, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Gilroy's real-life wife, Renee Russo. This deep ensemble also features Tony Collette, John Malkovich, David Diggs, and Natalia Dyer from the Netflix hit series, Stranger Things. To break this one down, I enlisted the very funny actor-comedian Kevin Dolan and fan favorite from our Bird Box episode, comedian Mel V. Critique is so limiting and emotionally draining, but I think we pull it off pretty well. Enjoy the episode, everyone. Give a listen. Oh, for Okay, uh, wait. So tell me the yeah. truth. Be honest. Yeah. Don't lie. I'll know if you're lying. <laughs> yeah. I'll use forensic psychology. Sure. <laughs> okay. And I believe that. I, Absolutely. I will. Yeah. I will. Did you know when you were instructed to watch this movie? Yeah. I'm looking at your eyes. <laughs> instructed? It was okay. his goddamn idea. Yeah. When we were destined to watch this movie yes. together, yeah. did you know... That velvet buzzsaw is slang for vagina. I didn't, I didn't but I know. saw that in the research afterwards. Yeah, I, I did not. Okay, because yeah. I was like, what? Come on. And then I was like, this is probably one of those 12-year-old kids updating Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, no, I had never heard that. Of course, then again, I've seen about four vaginas in my life. Yeah. I tried to shoot them away. They were all on one person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was really traumatizing. It turned them gay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. It's like fear. Fear based. You know how people grow This is actually a conversion. Yes. That's what they do. They were growing vaginas on their back. (laughs) That's so unfortunate. Yeah. It was terrible. Every rainfall. Every sweater's uncomfortable. You know, like, I think it's actually. Forget it. No. And let me tell you something. When they, one of them was a bride and walking down the aisle with a backless dress it's just not it's not a good look no it's not a good look it's of all people to not wear white it's yeah i know (laughs) come on when you can actively see the damage yeah no that's not yeah that's not then she's got to shave it and trim it and wax it nobody wants no nobody that's a rough existence yeah it is but Velvet Buzzsaw, the movie, however. That was a rough uh, existence. Oh, they made a movie? Oh. Yeah. See, okay. So I said this. I did mine uh, about a vagina. Oh. My notes are all oh. Oh. a specific. the wrong thing. Yeah. Okay, you'll my never, mistake. Yeah. I'll stay for the graphs, though. Yeah. Okay. We have graphs. There is a PowerPoint, PowerPoint. presentation. There's charts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love the dedication, like, you know, between Mel's copious notes and <laughs> Kevin having his Facebook profile picture and cover photo, both mo- pictures from this movie. He, he was definitely committed I was. on a level that, well, and I mean, I'll, I'll explain later, but, yeah. you know, I, I really, I'm still kind of processing this and working it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't. So I felt it was a bold move on your part. I Thank was you. like, "You're you're taking yeah. sides." I feel yeah. like if I had to taking pick a, sides. Well, I feel like if I had to pick a favorite character from this movie, which was difficult because yeah. some were not good. A lot of the people were yeah. not good. Do you people. know what I literally wrote for two of the characters in my notes? Next to them, it just says "bleh." 
<laughs> yeah. Because I was like, whatever. Like, meh. Like, I don't even. Mm. So, so this is one of those movies because it clearly, even in the reviews, are like supremely divisive. Yes. So, uh, like the last movie, one, a couple of the last movies actually that we did had uh, a zero rating for yes. one, and yet had like an eighty. Oh yeah. Somehow on yep. other ones and. The one thing that happens when I watch these movies independently from the guest is that my biggest fear is rolling in here absolutely loving something and having and somebody hate is it. Like absolutely hating it. And we just did Polar uh, with my buddy Travis Holyfield, and this was a piece of shit. Spoiler alert that was a for bad, anybody. That was a yeah, bad picture. it is god awful. And did he you know, like it? Well, my big fear was because yeah. he again a lot of times people pitch me the movies with right. these things, and he's a comic book writer, and it's based on a graphic novel, so it you know you feel like maybe there he was at least biased, more, right? Possibly, sure. maybe. So even though he's a friend, and I know like he'd be you know honest, he'd be a good guest for that. But at the same time, I'm like, oh god, where is this going to go? And he like texted me the night before where he's like this fucking horrible piece of shit i was like save it save it but it was like thank god it was like yeah Yeah, but at the same time i kind (laughs) of like that there are a lot of movies that i love that other people are like i'm sorry that you love that right you know it's not so great and vice versa i i like disagreeing yeah uh with people and this this movie was interesting because the few parts that I decided that I was like, I really love what's happening right now. Um, I really loved. And then the parts that I didn't, I'm like, Oh, you know, so I was really yeah. like in the, in the middle. So, okay. Yeah. Well, just cause Mel has a fan favorite and a return guest, oh. I will actually start with Kevin oh. first with Uh-oh. this. So, you were jazz. You're you're you got almost like a fanboy version of your Facebook page yes. dedicated to this right now. And it was your idea mm-hmm. early to do this movie. Yes. So obviously you were hyped. What did you think? What were your general impressions of the movie? And then we can get more specific. I didn't hate it. Okay. But I also did not love it. Okay. I found that the a lot of the characters I couldn't find a redeeming quality. Right. In a lot of them. But I think that's part of the. Yeah, even the people that are. And, you know, I used to live in the. Sort of in the periphery of the art world. I was going to say, I figured you for someone who was deep into this world. And as a a rule, you know, tastemakers in the art world, they are exactly like they are portrayed in this movie. Sure. Most of them, you want to sit back and go, you are absolutely disgusting right you know a lot of them don't wear platinum bobs like um tony collette right. they don't yeah. have her jacked up teeth sure. but a lot of them <laughs> are are like that you yeah know? and the thing with the art world is it's very subjective and it's one or two people saying that this thing on the wall we can sell for 17 million dollars right and everybody will just jump on the banner and go sure absolutely yeah. Because yeah. nobody knows. The average person has no idea. And everything is, like you said, subjective. But yeah. also in the commerce of it, it I mean, we're everyone in the room is a comedian. You're also an actor. Yeah. And, and we always feel like commodities ourselves yeah. all the time, even though it's a creative medium. Because, again, it's a subjective thing. So someone has to, like, back you. They almost have to make... Yeah. Uh, like I've gone on uh, auditions for like uh, festivals or contests yeah. and things, and they've been they kind of almost I've been almost narrowed down sometimes where it's like I can see a, a sitcom about you, I can see your character, and it's like no, this is pretty much me. Like I'm just writing jokes to yeah. me. Like so, you never some people consciously write to character, some people don't. But even in the art world, it's even more abstract because yes. it's. Well, one of the re- yeah. one of the things that I liked about this movie, without giving too much of it away for people who haven't seen it, is- oh, I'm going to spoil the shit out of this. Oh, okay, Kevin. great. Let then. It fly. What I liked the part was- where they all die at the end, yeah, yeah. <laughs> within the plane crash. Yeah, yeah. Yep. no, um, the art was pissed off, and yes. the art just said, "You know what? I'm tired of you people, right. and we're going to take matters into our own hands." Right. Uh, which I really thought was a great idea. Yeah. You know, plus you have Jake Gyllenhaal naked playing with his laptop. I mean, how could you not right. enjoy that? With Clark Kent glasses. Come no, on. No, yeah. no. I said this before. I will say it again. Jake Gyllenhaal looks like the boyfriend who's always like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you mad at me? Right. Are you mad at me? Well, like, you know come on, I... tell me. 
what are you feeling right now? Hold me. Yeah. Do you but want to hear the poem I wrote about you? I do think <laughs> when Jake plays gay, mm-hmm. I do believe that what's going on on set is pretty much what happens in his house in Bel Air. I don't know. I <laughs> Maybe. Just... And that's not the part that weirds me out about him. I believe him as yeah. a gay man. Oh, absolutely. I believe it. The part that weirded me out about him was him pretending to be a straight man. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing him with yeah, doing um, the quick heel turn with the Josephina yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, Who accidentally? It was something I couldn't. I couldn't stand her. Couldn't. Stand um. Her. Well, at first well, I you're was kind like of supposed to it, like she. I I felt nothing for her. Yeah. Right. You but you remember that song from a chorus line like I felt yeah. nothing. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> that's how I feel yeah. about her. Like yeah. just uh-huh. a solo a sad solo about like nothing. I, I feel, feel the air. I feel the wind. <laughs> I feel nothing. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Like so I have no chorus line because then I'll start singing. So sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Can I, can I pick what tracks? Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> I like this. Before we get into into your opinion, Mel, like the, a little bit of the, I'm sure, because again, you take copious notes, the, the story behind this movie and some of the angles, and I don't know if it changes anyone's opinion. I doubt it because obviously you watch it and you've made your own opinion by the time you get here. But so basically, Dan Gilroy who, if you're not familiar, this is his third movie. If you've ever seen Nightcrawler awesome. or Roman J-, Roman J. Israel Esquire, the Denzel movie that came out a couple of years ago. Obviously, Nightcrawler was more of his biggest like known movie. He was also a screenwriter beforehand. Well, he's Renee Russo's husband, too. Which, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, And obviously, he worked with mm-hmm. her on Nightcrawler. He actually is goes as far back as he wrote Free Jack, which yeah. she was in. So, you know, long relationship, and obviously a marriage emerged from that. He also has the relationship with Gyllenhaal. Basically, this movie and the way he operates, which I actually kind of admire, is kind of... it's. It's all family. It's all very inclusive. It's yep. all trust it's like and a whatever. Company. Yeah, because which his family is a very notorious kind of like a new Hollywood family where you know his father was a Pulitzer Prize winning writer and he a playwright and then also was a screenwriter and director at one point as well. Uh, and then his brother is basically like the go to screen doctor mm-hmm. and screenwriter in Hollywood, uh, Tony Gilroy. So. You know, and not only that, he has, which by the way, Tony Gilroy, I don't know your guys' opinion, but mm-hmm. I love him because he wrote Michael Clayton. Mm-hmm. Michael Clayton is one of my favorite new movies of like right. the 21st century. And he also did all the Bourne movies. So it's kind of, he, he holds, I hold the candle for that dude. Right. But he also has his uh, twin brother, John, mm-hmm. also edits all his movies, which is, neat. which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Which is probably like the best reason I have a twin. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to edit this? Well, no, it's always, it's kind (laughs) of, David Cross does a joke about like gay couples who look alike, how they always date who look alike. Yeah. And that it's probably perfect for when you're just really mad at yourself and Mm -hmm. you just want to like punish them in some way and just, you know, go to town on them and just, Mm -hmm. but just like aggressive sex stuff. And it's hilarious. It's a great bit. Uh, But it kind of works in the same way here where it's like, it's all family, so you could just get mad at them because you're just used to being mad at yeah. them or like have these deep rooted things and then be like, oh, yeah, but yeah, cut my yeah. movie the way I said. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, like you guys said, there's the Rene Russo thing, whatever. Um, oh, incidentally, so, did you notice that sometimes she was limping and sometimes she wasn't? I didn't, I didn't fully know get that. On. I mean, there's sometimes kind of an age and a hard lifestyle vibe on the character, so I don't know if I just yeah, kind of like know. looked I over that was at all. That, was it possibly her interpretation of being exhausted? Could be. Because where I'm imagining it happening is her walking out to the garden yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I well, feel like that's that, sort of, they're like, was, play yeah. weary. Can you do weary? Yeah. And she's like, like this? Yeah, I like could do limp? weary. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, mm, kind of, never mind. So I have you guys, I, I don't know what your guys' opinion on modern art or anything, because a lot I'm of that's kind of, of like. So I agree. Have you ever been to these type of installations, kind of like a whole yes. man yes. or any yes. of these other, or even the sphere thing? That actually I thought was pretty yes. inventive and pretty cool yes. um, before the murder and mm. and even after. But the 
I've been at art installations where it's like it's just a toilet and I'm sitting here and whatever. So there's good I and bad that of stuff. all. I love yeah. yeah. But so apparently the influence for this movie was that Dan Gilroy went to go see an art installation yeah. where he had to go in a warehouse in a basement and mm-hmm. he was all by himself and it's like the art installation was they, basically like <laughs> and it was a it man was, who it was touched all, little boys. He said it was the, all no. dentist chairs oh. and then there were rats on the ground yes. going around and he was just like this would be a great setup for a horror movie and right. so he kind of like you know bookmarked that and then went forward and he also that's was my kinda, excuse too i'm yeah. like uh no it, it's not dirty it's an art yeah exactly right yeah. yeah which by the way thank you for having us in your home yes. again <laughs> well oh yeah see all this <laughs> well did you see all this yeah yeah did, it's an art installation yeah, exactly this yes. isn't it's all interpretive. A, a basement yeah, yeah. No, it's not. If you go to the Guggenheim on the the ground floor of of the Guggenheim, there right is now. a huge. Yes, right now we're leaving. Okay. Yeah, I I've called <laughs> I a just, bus. I right. just want to get no my gas. scarf. I was gonna say, so we're not going. Basically, right now, I guess yeah. we'll be here forever. <laughs> oh, I guess uh, you live here now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, it's about ten feet of drywall with neon hammers thrown into it. Oh. And you're supposed to take glean from that what you will. Okay. Uh, and it's called creation. And it's valued at seven point three million dollars. Good lord, seven point three million dollars. And how do you, I know how do you all bring of the that shit home? they got was from Home Depot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's so I guess there's some of that. It basically, um, from what I read about uh, Dan Gilroy and his experience with that, and how he kind of feels, because he he thought it was he was already kind of looking into the commerce of art yes. as like a sub subject for something and he you know obviously went into this as well uh and had that experience with that setup so he kind of put it all together and you know his big thing he was asked in a vanity fair article and said what do you want people to take away from this movie because obviously it's a it's a bananas movie yeah that's a mashup between multiple genres and everything else and his hope was that people would look at art in a different way and realize that the artist's creative soul is in the work and how sacred that is and if we can get back to that and was very anti and that if if you don't support local artists yeah they'll kill you right yeah that's really the takeaway you look at some of the art the artists that made the, the just just what they used in the movie itself, right. they were some of them were absolutely beautiful. They were absolutely sure. breathtaking. Yeah, and the idea with ma- majority of the art that they show, uh, the the uh, the eyes were very very important on every level. Right, you know what I mean. So you know, there's there's a scene where. I, I don't know. Am I allowed to say anything about the movie? I yeah, absolutely. Say whatever yeah, you go want. For it. Well, go for broke. Yeah. The, um, the the scene where the guy is uh, stealing the art, yes. Bryson. Bryson. Is, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and he's pulled over on the side of the road, and there is a huge pair of eyes. Yeah. As he's opening up the uh, the crates. Yeah. And you know for a fact that that was one of the pairs that of the eyes that were looking at him right. as to what they what he was doing with it right and this is one of the first times you see the art saying you know what you've pissed us off right and now you're gonna have to pay for it yeah especially the way that he dies which yeah. is the juxtaposition between the seven million dollars that they want for sphere right and then he pulls into that gas station and it's monkeys fixing a car right yeah that looks like it's on velvet right that's what I liked about the movie that you asked me was some of the shots, some of the cinematogra- cinematography. It's gorgeous. And by the way, fantastic. Yeah. An elite cinematographer, by the way, too, that he also used on Nightcrawler, but uh, very much impressed by the cinematography, too. It's uh, Robert Els. Elswit. Uh-huh. He does all of uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's movies yes. and actually won the Oscar for There Will Be Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also di- does George Clooney's movies and he also did Nightcrawler. So he, he he's very good and I'm very impressed by him. And I'll rip the Band-Aid off here because I think we're all treading as to what we actually maybe uh-huh. wholeheartedly felt about the movie. I liked it. I liked yeah. it. Quite, I loved the message of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that, well, there's a couple things at play. Number one, First and foremost, I think if Get Out didn't happen, this movie doesn't get made. Because in a world right now where a mashup movie, a very adventurous movie like this, a big gamble, Mm -hmm. that maybe people don't take that risk. But I think because Get Out 
melded you know kind of like a political message with horror and everything else that you can kind of go you can kind of draw a line mm-hmm. from that and i don't know if you guys feel the same yeah. way about that but no i i can honestly say that i don't think it would have i can't see a couple of years ago mashup anyway, movies are hard to pull off yeah and uh, especially because usually one genre is leaned on more than the yeah. other like you're using one as a vehicle and that's i've seen a lot of reviews and i don't know how you guys feel about it, but like I've seen a lot of reviews where the people kind of slant horror and people went into this thinking it's a horror movie, it's, but it's really it's not. Satire. It's it's a satire, it's a thriller, satire, mashup yeah. kind of thing. And the and the scenes where people actually get murdered, I think a lot of people went into it going, they wanted that to be more inventive. They wanted that to be more creative or more just brutal. They wanted something a little bit more extra from that version, that part of the movie. And I can understand that, but I still don't think that the way they did it compromise the movie i am one of those people i okay. would have liked because i know you're a big it. horror i am a huge and, and i guess what's disappointing to me is that if this were if i saw this script and it was sort of presented as a horror movie yeah i'd be all over this i okay. think the premise is awesome the message was solid. Right. It had everything. It right. had everything it needed right. to be this great movie. What immediately turned me off, um, the dialogue, it, while appropriate, mm-hmm. uh, was exhausting. Yeah. Um, and unnecessary. Right. You know, uh, at t- what was it? Um, what's it? Morph. Morph. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Morph says. Uh, he, I found that to be a great pretentious name. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, he, he's, he's known looking like Dan at, um, is known for well, having he, these kind of. He's really seeing the names. the art for the first Dees. He's yes. seeing the Dees uh, paintings for the first time, and he uses the word "ensorcelled." Yes. Yes. And you know, it it felt like it, it felt like when um, a, a a child. Uh, gets their thesaurus yes. to work on their essay. Oh, yeah. You we know, have young and, kids. It yeah, happens all the know. time where my daughter learns a new word. And oh, yeah. Instantly everything is, yeah. is Oh, that. it's everything. It's like out of context. Yeah, it's, whatever, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't care for that. Uh, I'm not... I wasn't disappointed even when... Uh, no, it wasn't the first death was uh, John, right? Where John, I was going to say, did anyone have a favorite one? I by have the way? a favorite death. Go, sure, okay. Um, and and uh, what's weird is the part I hated about this movie the most right. is interwoven with the part that I loved about this movie the okay. most. So uh, I, I'm still I'm still sorting that out. Sure. But, uh, my favorite death, uh, hands down, was Gretchen in the in Tony the sphere. Collette. Yeah, uh, because you know you saw it coming. Of right. course, somebody's going to get killed by the sure. by the sphere. And yeah. who the fuck puts their arm yeah. in a yeah. sphere? Of like, course, in the dark. Yeah, in the like, dark, you off hours. Dummy. Yeah, totally. yeah of yeah. course. Just yeah. approach it quietly. Yeah. and just have a moment. My least favorite part of the movie is um, Rene Russo's reaction on the phone to uh when yes. she's finding out about the death and i wanted it to appear more parody you know i, I wanted it mm. to still be yeah you know sort of tongue-in-cheek and all that and in that moment it just felt like a bad reaction like like uh, underplayed whichever way she took it it felt underplayed and it kind of took me out of it for a minute but then I was immediately brought back in right. when um, she's, uh, uh, who is it, Josephine? Yeah. Starts describing what Demorph. happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's saying, um, um, well, first passers by. interacting with it. They're oh hopping in the I blood. I loved that this, so like, much. I laughed I loved so the idea. hard. It was my favorite part of yes, the whole Yes, hands down. Yeah. And just the matter of factness. And then, well, you know, one thing led to another. And then before you know it, all the school kids were walking through yeah, the blood exactly, and just dragging yeah. it all over the way. Yeah. And you're like, this is hilarious. Yeah. And that's what I wanted it to be for the whole rest of the movie. Yeah. But I felt like. The, again, the dialogue so exhausting, so uh, just over the top. Well, yeah, it, I felt but like I you could have cut the movie in half, and it would have been twice as good. But there are some lines that are spectacular. Um, I know yeah. the one I'm stealing, and if it's the same one, 
we're gonna celebrate. Uh, okay. Well, uh, Morph is looking at uh, at Adise, and yeah. there's these two women who were complaining about um, his slam of a show. Yes. That was Josephina's boyfriend's right. show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they've come to find out that yeah, Josephina was like, "Did we see the same? Yeah. It uh, was dead. And uh, was he in a car accident? He Ricky drove a, was Ricky, yeah. in a. He drove a car I laughed so hard at this line. And he goes, I can't wait. She goes, "I'll have you know that he was crushed." And he goes, "By the car." Are the review. <laughs> The review that <laughs> crushed him, and they're like, "Ugh!" And they can just walk away. Yeah. There were there so were some good. lines in this movie that I, I I had to pause the movie to write it down. My most treasured <laughs> line in this movie. Uh, which I will definitely use to describe everything, just like <laughs> a word that I just discovered. Right. Um, was when uh, Gretchen, uh, Tony Collette's character, is trying to sell her client on the idea of having all the Deese yes. paintings. Yeah. And the woman's like, Well, I don't know. I mean, we have this artist and this artist. And she goes, This isn't a rug bazaar. <laughs> I I'm like holy shit! Like yeah. even if you had no idea what a rug bazaar was, yeah, you'd be like that hurts. Yeah, that hurts. I've never felt more poor. Right? Yeah, just <laughs> terrible. Can I tell you what was awesome too? Was Josephina's house when she finds the old man who you know Dece with his crooked cane. It looks like a combination from the set of Melrose Place yeah. yes. and the Overlook. Yeah. Oh. It was a weird... But then all of a sudden, within days, she has a penthouse in L.A. Yeah. And she's telling David Diggs to get his sneakers off the couch because yeah. it's Italian dance. Yeah, yeah. I, I just... That was... Well, that's a thing you brought up where you were like, I didn't like these people. There was like not a no. character who you say you like. And I felt that was kind of the point of the movie because the people... Who are about to get murdered and what they're doing to this. I guess if you want to say that there really wasn't a quote voice of reason character to kind of I don't even need that. that they can all be but, terrible human but beings. But I was saying it kind of serves the purpose. But, the, but at but the same there's time. There's a difference though yeah. between being a terrible human being. I love See, I hating Morph a character. Was, I yeah. love it. Yeah. I thought you Morph know, was like I felt nothing. a bad person and like i didn't whatever, feel anything i just felt like he was i felt he was just i couldn't get past him i felt he was enough. conflicted he's yeah. not straight is yeah. the problem yeah. and you keep sleeping with this girl yeah, yeah. um i thought david diggs was pretty pretty david level, Dig was level doing handed. his uh his basquiat yes, he was doing, totally. his, uh, he was doing yeah. his spin on basquiat yeah i could see that jeffrey wright's yeah, he did it. that was yeah. um what's his name's character uh or no the his character's name the da- was that the Dam Reich guy? Dam Reich. Dam Reich. He, to me, looked like a white guy playing a black guy. But by, by the way, I actually, he I, d- I don't know. There was something yeah. off. He looked like a Wayne's brother. Well, because like he's supposed to be trying to a- be. He he comes off as trying to be street, but he's yeah. also trying to bridge the gap, but also try to be. He wants his money. Exactly. He wants he, his he, money. No, I mean, I get, I get the character. He just yeah. looked off. Like the okay. costuming was off for me. Like it felt weird. I felt, yeah, I think it was I like you said, a little bit of the basketball thing, but it's also kind of like if you've seen David Diggs and other things, yeah. I feel like if he was to do what you maybe expected, it would have been like he's done with so many other maybe. characters. That could be. Yeah, I think he probably just made a choice and went with it. Maybe. Obviously, that's an excuse I made up in yeah. my own head, but I, I like can it. feel like that being I think it works. a good thing. One one character I do want to talk about with Mel specifically, because the last movie that we did was Bird Box, where John Malkovich was in that oh movie God. as well, which before we, before we get into Malkovich, I just love how I'm seeing, I'm like a, a beautiful mind watching these movies now where I can see like, where Netflix uses the same people over and over oh, yeah. and how everything <laughs> yeah. is all connected. Like basically, you know, Jillian Hall was in Okja, which is one of yes. Netflix's bigger movies. Basically like uh, Zoe uh, Ashton, Zoe Ashton, Ashton, who yeah. did, who was Josephine, worked with Netflix with Tony Collette on Wonderlust. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had Tony Collette, obviously, who was in that. You had Natalia Dyer, who was in Stranger Coco. Things. Yeah. You had David Diggs was on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, BoJack Horseman, The Get Down. You had Malkovich, who was just in Bird Box. You had Billy Magnuson, who played Bryson. I love Billy um, Who is also on Kimmy Schmidt. He was in Black Mirror and just was in Maniac that came out. So 
basically you they it's they love bringing in the same people even on a deep roster cast like this yeah. which uh, Gilroy said he was uh trying to basically do like a Robert Altman yeah. film like he said he was trying to do almost the player yeah. mixed with doing these type of in things and world. you could see it yeah yeah uh, and I think it, it does work that way obviously I don't think this movie is the player the player is no, an amazing movie. movie but I I feel like they did uh, a similar thing but going back to Malkovich I feel like he's doing the same role Every which time is, now, which, which is, is just the aggressively Malcolm's. angry guy. Old guy, yeah, yeah, old guy. Like, yeah, and, but and this time, for, yeah, I felt like I understood why he was. Angry. Oh yeah, no, it's not. I feel like Bird in Bird Box, Bird Box somebody is. was like, "And we have thirty seconds. You're angry. Right. Go." Yeah, I'm like all right. Well, what was it? What was it that you said on there? Where it was like it felt like they were shooting at his house, and he just walked downstairs yeah. and just yeah. did the role. Yeah, and they're like, "Here's your script." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this I, I felt a little different. I, but I, I didn't feel they fleshed out his character no. a ton either, though. No, and then but he just has we that knew that. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm I'm glad he made it. I mean, this could have just been like John Malkovich's harrowing journey out of the art right. community. Yeah, and let to me a ask a question. Sure. Maybe cabin. I didn't. Maybe I'm looking at it from a different way. Did you notice that after the first death, they did a wide shot of the city and they saw so almost like an orange haze creeping mm. over the city. Yeah, and then. When they go to the funeral, and Gyllenhaal I goes, "What is the color too. of that co- coffin?" Yeah, orange <laughs> it was smog, like, oh, just some brown, orange smog. I think he called it. Oh, really? And then later on, in the towards the end of the movie, they do a wide shot, and that orange haze had gone over the entire city. Of oh, Los that's Angeles. interesting. It was in both were night shots. Huh. So it's almost the idea of like the fog. Where it creeps right. in, and yeah. it just sort of lingers. Right, that's for a so while. weird. Every time they they did that and panned out and showed the city, I was immediately like, "How many people have pools?" Oh yeah, <laughs> like that's no, where I immediately I, go. I'm like, the sky when was I, out. When I that's flew weird. and when I lived in, we were actually just talking yeah. about my time living in California. I I lived in North Orange County, so I, I've I've done the LAX flight and I've done uh, the. Uh, I think it's the Brea Airport, maybe yeah. Uh, yeah. John Wayne Airport, right, right. whichever city's right. that in. And both times, I was just amazed. Everybody, everybody has, has a pool. pool. No, everybody has a pool. No, which, they're not. They're which, for yeah, show. There, there's so many beaches sure. where I live. There was like six beaches within biking yep. distance to go to. So it was like, why bother? But everyone has mm-hmm. one. And obviously, uh, there's a lot of people who live in. You know, apartment complex, mm-hmm. you know, condo complexes Those too, and don't they count. all have one too. Yeah, Those don't count. Yeah. No. I'm just saying, like, when you Communal go over pools on are the flight, simply yeah. not the same. Yeah. No, I yeah. like when you see a pool that you didn't even suspect somebody had, and it's weird shape. Yeah. You're like, oh. Now, do you think that they, besides the fact that Gilroy seems to be upset, all three of his movies are LA based movies. Yes. And he seems to think that. You know, obviously, there's so much to do there and mm-hmm. so many different stories that you can pull out. That do you think because the art world seems to be, you know, the New York LA thing, the New York LA difference, that is there enough of a difference that this movie may have not have worked if they it did it in New, in New York? Okay. It wouldn't have worked in New York. Because I don't of the think anybody would have believed. Yes, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. I don't yeah. think anybody would have believed that level yeah. of just narcissism and and just greed and right. whatever. I, I mean not that it doesn't exist no, but I don't know cuz right. the world seems similar but you're right for some reason grittier. I don't know New if York I would is grittier yeah, those and, people weren't and the thing is um when when you're in New York and if somebody pisses you off in the art world or in the in show business whatever the case is right you're you are crumbled up and thrown away and you're not thought of again. Right. You'll be moved on to somebody else. Right. And that idea with L.A., with the way that Gilroy's done it is, it's like a microcosm of the same seven people that go around all the other art. Right. It did feel like a small, inclusive circle. I mean, I don't know if that was... Well, the thing is, in New York, too, since there's so many diverse neighborhoods... Yeah. The art scene is totally different in it's Brooklyn fractured, but than the it same would way the be city in is. Manhattan. Okay, you know Manhattan socialites will buy a seven million dollar painting if it matches the couch. Right, that's the way it is. Which it, is how they portrayed these type of correct. buyers in this movie. Yeah, but if you're in Brooklyn, 
you get it because you know the backstory of the guy. Yeah. You know, who lived down in the street and was used, you know, crushed beer bottles to make this beer. Right. Rarity, right. Yeah. You know, the whole thing. And they, 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 I'm not saying all of, all of New York, but parts right. of New York, it's very art for art's sake. Yes. They want to know the, the, the genesis of the, of the thing and they want to support the artist and they want to nurture the artist. Right. You know, um, and then that's why when you go to the Upper East Side, it's an entirely different world right where it's commerce yeah yeah so like okay for real yeah for really real yeah we're hanging out just like this but maybe without microphones and we're not talking about this movie yeah we've never seen this movie yeah and i'm like you guys i have something really important to tell you and you're like please tell and i'm distraught Mm -hmm. i'm crying a little right and um and i'm like you guys have to get rid of all your art because it's possessed right. by the spirit of a man who killed people right. and painted with his own blood. Mm-hmm. Um, would you do it? Or would you like just call two and one? Or like no, no, like all of it. I'm yeah. like, do it right now. Yeah, que- I don't care. Question I don't nothing. That, yeah. But I also don't live like that where like, if an art piece is a, is a status symbol in my home, that doesn't that's not my world I, which i think is why i can enjoy a movie like this where it's completely punching up because all these people don't enter my world yeah. like and i can buy into that this is how it is cuz he gilroy truly meant to make a movie that attacked the commerce and the mm-hmm. business of art and i think we as being in a creative field can kind of buy into that yeah. too even if we're not familiar with the art but definitely the the commodity and the strip away of like everything has to have a message everything has to have a story right. everything like you were saying even in two different ways both of those are not anything where somebody's saying oh no i enjoyed the way his stro- uh his brush the way his were. brush strokes yeah. here or the materials that he used or any of those things none of that enters or even just his eye the angle anything with the art of it doesn't enter into the play. And that's where obviously the attacks on these people feel genuine. Like, yeah, fuck you. Did he deserve this on, well, on many levels? And you know, levels. what's very interesting is it was very clear. Yeah. He was very clear what he wanted done with his, with his pieces. Right. He wanted them all destroyed. Right. And I think that was the, that was the genesis of it. The right. fact that they discounted his feeling yeah and decided to make money off of it and what was very interesting to me was when they had the first showing yeah and tony collette comes in with her jacked up teeth and says um God. i have a uh that's an art installation yeah, <laughs> yeah it is it is an art yeah. Installation. Yeah. but she goes i'm sorry all the pieces they're all in reserve yeah right. yeah yeah it's the idea that they have created the law of supply and supply demand. demand. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That says there's nothing else left. Yeah. And unfortunately, this is all we have. Yeah. And yeah. was coordinated yeah. Put half on the in back storage. Yeah. 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 Right. Yep. We only have. Yeah. It's the rarity. What I loved about like a rare I, Pokemon. I want to know what you guys think about this because when I watched the movie, because you were saying that about how they denied the man's wishes and yes. all these other things, and that it was something that was set in motion by this, is that when I ended the movie, I was watching it with a friend of mine, and I was like. So basically, this movie is final destination for douchebags, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I think for, it is for douchebags in the art like, community." With once, really good clothes. Yeah, yeah. once mm-hmm. they broke the rules, they were meant for death. They were yeah. marked for death, and the whole movie is just up until the last person standing mm-hmm. is going to die. And I felt like, like you never make another movie of this where it's just where the art goes yeah. from here because it's more about message than that. But it felt like but, some well, reason. But it I was liked kind of that idea that. as a horror movie, right? Uh, you know, when I this think felt of what like it, a nineteen, like it would have been a Miramax movie, in yeah, nineteen ninety eight. Oh, like um, uh, like Phantasm, yeah, yeah sure. or like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just for yeah, but if it had been, uh, you know, a proper horror movie, right? I would have. I see. I loved the scene at the end where you, where you see the street vendor selling yeah. the D's paint yeah, yeah. for five yeah, bucks. Five bucks. I don't know. Right. I just got Did this. you notice that the 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 canvases were the front part of cardboard? Yes. Like cardboard boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because as they were putting them up on the on the fence, yeah, it was a Scott paper towel. Uh, Backdrop. <laughs> that's what they. That's yeah. so it went from seven million dollars. Oh, to, to five, five bucks. bucks. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I loved. 
I loved that scene and I loved the idea. You remember remember at the end of the movie, like Cabin Fever? Yeah. yeah. Where like you're seeing the shit still in the water. Yeah. Like yeah, this yeah, isn't yeah. over. I love where no. you you're just kind of left with like, oh, well, I guess. Right. Or uh, Silence of the Lambs. I guess yeah. you're just going to go off and kill a bunch of people. Right. I love that. And uh, I liked the idea that it would end like, well, who knows where the paintings will end up next? <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but it wasn't, you know, entirely that way. Right. Um, I, I did like the way that uh, Josephina wound up dying. Yeah. I did not was, like her death. I, I had to look really hard was, to find her in that. Uh, oh, I brick thought wall. right in the center. Yeah. But I love the fact the look on her face was yeah. fantastic that yeah. they found her. That they how it froze. I thought before she even like that last frame of how it was coming up yeah. her body and everything like that last look was probably the most striking or scary. Like you can yeah. say like just a frightening look to it. I thought that was probably the more striking image of the whole movie. Well, that also, but also it had the 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 the, the bad horror movie idea, which is so now you're standing in the um, you know the alley of the nightclub right um and you know you got to get rid of this car and in front of you was just a brick wall and then yeah. all of a sudden there is a door to the brick wall so do you really think it was a good idea just to oh, walk on the totally floor? right and you're saying to yourself well that's a dumb horror yeah. movie moment right yeah. you know it's like running through the night sky in louboutins and but the, right but the whole but i you know, Hello. I liked. Hello. <laughs> I'm just liked waiting for a tow truck. Would... That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. How do you care that you're waiting for a tow truck? Oh, thanks yeah. for that information. <laughs> yeah. I'll write that. I'll put I'll... that in the spreadsheet yeah. right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked though that the that the death scenes uh, were kind of. I liked that they were all a little predictable. Yeah. You knew John was going to get hanged. Yeah. But yeah. you're climbing up something. Well, I think that oh, was good. also in the trailer, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't see the too. trailer. Yeah. Um, yeah. But with his, I'll with his Joker. take that. You look like it. You look like it. Yeah. Thing from um, the Joker. Yeah. By I? the way, I laughed so goddamn hard at his office having penguins. It yes. just tickled me so much. Like there are John, those John, little John, things John, John. in this. Yeah. There's those little things in this movie that like make me like John Malkovich playing hoops while yeah. he's doing it. I oh don't know God. why that also makes me laugh. There's so many things where it's just these are these type of people, but then we'll just do those little things to turn the screws that I enjoyed. In terms of like a dramatic scene before John Don Don um, yeah. <laughs> ends it ends his life and yeah. he realizes that he thinks he's gotten this great get yes by pulling Malkovich away from Rene Russo yes yeah and he goes upstairs to his studio yeah and giving the and advice he sees the one painting and he yeah. goes I'm ready you know we're all the marketing teams there we're right, for right everything that you've done right we're ready to do it and he slowly pans the the room and his reaction was oh oh yeah, and, but what was awesome was the, the the you see the painting yeah with the the red and the blue yes. slash yeah but then he shows it to Rene Russo yeah, and he and added has... something white to it yeah <laughs> so he did add a little bit of creation but her answer is actually the proper answer the, yeah so I actually felt something for her that like that there was something more to her as the movie went on but she's still terrible I think he but re- like. I do think she, at some point she realized that maybe she, I have been a massive bitch and all I've wanted was money. Right. Well, thing. And when she was reminiscing, you know, about, yeah. you know, her, yeah. her punk band, her, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, her, her I thought past. that scene was a bit forced, by the way. The David Diggs conversation with her when they first meet where, where they're talking about, oh, I know all about you, Velvet Buzzsaw. Yeah. And, I was like, and it was a bit of an exposition. You ever watch movie. a movie and you're like waiting for them to say the title of the yeah. movie and the, and it just. But it, Grandma like died six weeks and, ago. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thanks for setting that up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but overall, I, I thought it was good. I like, I know a lot of people compared it to like how Cabin in the Woods was. Have you ever seen Cabin in the I Woods? That, yeah. And that movie is like, you know, 90% setting up like a whore and then pulls the rug out from you at the end and kind of makes it almost like a cartoonishly you know factory made version of making a horror movie and then also adds more horror element at the end but it gets you know it kind of pulls the the curtain and and shows you the breaks the fourth wall and does all that with that this one it just was straight message and just you know plowed it into the ground if yeah. you want to say that but i thought i don't know i liked it i i would 
you know, I would recommend it to people, but it's also a hard recommendation because it's like, how do you explain this? It's like, I'd who be is like, this movie for? watch this on acid, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, and then sure. see how you feel about art. Well, we didn't talk about um, Coco. She yeah. just had the world's worst life. Yeah. Poor, poor thing. She kept I didn't feel sorry for her at all. Life, by the oh, way. Whatever. Yeah. By the way, if, if anyone captured the the feeling of this movie was the look on the cat's face when Coco's in the car at the end yes. of the movie. So like, yeah. but like, is that like, is she in, you know, in trouble to have like a cat. murderer's cat? Yeah, I mean, it's a possibility. Or is the cat like, well, I think God, me. yeah. You would think she would have gotten some kind of, for kind of playing between the sellers and kind of You think of at like one point she'd be like, happen. maybe I shouldn't take this cat. Yeah, sure. Like maybe, maybe I should have gone to back to Michigan the first time I saw a dead body. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Time to hit road. Yeah. Well, you know, when I see a dead body, I'm like, oh, wonder how many pets he had. Yeah. <laughs> you know, who rescued him? One of the funniest him? things, though, in the beginning of that movie, when she's up there looking at him crushed and the guy's getting in the elevator, he goes, hey, is he okay? <laughs> 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 no, he's, he's really not. Yeah. Okay. No, but I, uh, you, you're, you know that uh, that John Mulaney bit, the one, um, it's sort of like all Law and Order shows or whatever when they're so asking the guy. So funny, we're talking about that on the way here well, too. They, you know, yeah. they're like, did you see? Did you see anybody come in here? You're like, what time? Like mm, around three. Come to think of it, around three oh eight. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. a guy come in here. They know the here, exact but, details yeah. of everything. Yeah. I, so it reminded me when the guy. So uh, Coco finds. Um, was a coat no josephine josephine yeah uh, josephine aquafina yes uh finds uh dece uh -huh. and then that guy shows up and he's like hey uh yeah he uh he was really he old he was an artist, kind of artist he yeah. yeah and he wanted all of his paintings destroyed yeah. like, doesn't have any family you're like are you all paying yeah. attention because yeah. this is how the rest of the movie's gonna yeah. go if I it know. was the law and order thing it would have been the guy moving boxes just happened to be there while yeah. he was doing it and said it's the nosy yeah. neighbor um which just but then again it fits into that vibe, but then though. again i think maybe i was that person like every time somebody moved in i'm like okay that's Barb. Yeah. Like, you don't want to. Her son died 10 years ago. Yeah. And like, you know. That's from Seals. Ruth Robeline. She's got she's the. She, when it comes to pain and suffering, she's right up there with Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows her backstory. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's. Uh, yeah. So he, he kind of took away uh, from it for me. But yeah. I, I, I would have. I would have loved this movie as a horror movie, a proper. You one. think they oh, should have? Did anyone else into that? think? Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. And that robot uh, oh, guy. I thought oh, that was man. the. Did best. he look like Fred Armisen? Right. <laughs> yeah. Watch it again, and if I, I told you, I promise you that if you read in in whatever article you read before seeing this movie, yeah. if it said. And special appearance by Fred Armisen. You'd be like, oh, yeah, he's the robot. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was him. Yeah. That uh, was him. You know, this was, was creepy and awesome. Was, yes. You know, when uh, Rene Russo was sitting at that kitchen table at the Art Institute and staring yes. at that girl? Yes. They were all real people. Yeah, yeah. They weren't. Yeah. So they weren't. But to know that that type of dedication to playing a wax oh figure. my god yeah that was and which probably explains why i liked them because i hate child actors yeah. i love the ones that don't talk <laughs> yes, that is a well-established yeah. meltro yeah man. so yeah. i was like oh i like those kids but again they weren't speaking exactly yeah yeah, yeah. there's a formula but that piece well, remember, was haunting like I yeah said, that's the bit that i talk about my mother always says when i was the only kid macgyver couldn't save that's what <laughs> it was because that's 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 the kind of acting i used to do yeah <laughs> yeah but like that kind of stuff stays with people oh yeah yeah well okay do you remember you know what stayed with me do you remember rescue 911 yes, yes. Yeah, yeah okay there was this episode where this little girl gets off the school bus and then like a paper floats under the bus and she goes to get it and the bus runs her over oh. but doesn't kill her you know but then they had to like you know it is rescue 911 right right yeah so um they had to you know stay with her <laughs> yeah. and yeah. whatever i remember everything about that little girl right, i yeah. remember uh you know but uh it was the most horrific thing ever yeah there is somebody who remembers your death vividly I, yeah. probably vividly yeah over, going over a, a cliff in a white van exploding that's bad yeah, it's bad. It's a bad way to go. Yeah, it's when bad. When the guy was trying to reach for you and 
Doesn't make sense. He's it. like, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, because, like, that's the worst. Because, like, I would definitely, if I saw somebody, like, falling off a bridge right, or a yeah. cliff, for sure I would try to help them. But not if it was going to be one of those situations where you catch them, but you're only holding them by your fingertips. Oh, yeah, Because no. fingertip strength, I guarantee you, is you're not done. a strength that I yeah. have. Yeah. You better you hope it's Ninja a guitar Warrior, player who just happens like, to have that. Like, holding on to yeah. the little ledges and yeah. shit. Like, nope. Yeah. Nope. And honestly, like, I don't, I don't want to like feel that, sure. you know, as I'm not able to hold right. you with my fingertips. Right. So I wouldn't do it then. But no, that's it. It was, I, I mean, I liked it. I would, I would tell people to watch it too. But like I said, I would, if you're having a real bad day, yeah, go home and watch this movie and you realize maybe not so much. Yeah, Not so bad. but you could have be having a really bad day. And then you get ideas, and then watch <laughs> this movie and be like, maybe I will give acting a shot. shot. It doesn't seem as <laughs> hard, you know. Did either of you watch it more than once? I watched it. I watched no. it once, and then I watched scenes over. I okay, because I over. feel like this movie for me, anyway, as a person who liked it, but obviously it takes a little bit of time to kind of feel out the movie to kind of see what it is mm-hmm. on its face. Like, so I think now if I watched it again, knowing what it is that I would kind of like bite into more mm-hmm. of the scenes that I know where somebody's going to get it mm-hmm. and to kind of like really enjoy it more mm-hmm. instead of just kind of like seeing where things go and how they set up. Cause I feel like the first 20 minutes, first 20, mm-hmm. like basically before she finds the art, I find the movie harder to take, yeah, but I think knowing what the forever. movie is, it does. It took forever, and but knowing what the movie, where it went, and how mm-hmm. it was, how it, that was the setup, I think I can go back now and enjoy that a little bit more, and maybe find some more nuance. Like you're finding orange hazes, I, I can maybe find something a little nugget, a little line mm-hmm. that would dangle more in the beginning that I didn't notice, mm-hmm. that would, you know, have more legs going on. So, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I think I'd like it more on future viewings. Yeah. And probably on hallucin- hallucinogenic yeah, I'm all uh, for it drugs. Now. That's why we're here. We're going to do uh, that after this, right? Yeah, when we watch Velvet Bus. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Only this time we're going to see all the vaginas. Either watch it in Spanish or Greek. Or I, had to, sure, yeah. I had to put on the, uh, the subtitles because I was so distracted by all the, uh, just all the words they were using. I was like, slow down. Oh my God. Right. Oh my God. Like when your friend's telling you about a vacation, they went on and they're just naming all the cities. Right. You know, and wherever the hell they went. By the way, that is the beauty of the Netflix viewing, is that everybody brings their own bullshit to it, as opposed to like you're in a theater, you're by yourself, or like you're with just a friend, like you're, and everything you have is just the screen and the popcorn, and then it's like you do a Netflix movie, it's like, yeah, I was doing dishes i was running laundry no, i was doing I, this listen, whatever like and, i was yeah. i was and focused listening to it in portuguese whatever. i watched it with sarah and i will tell you that when it was done we looked at each other silently with a look that said um like holy shit what a week yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. it felt like just years had gone by You're right you remember like when you'd have a sub in like a class in elementary school and they'd yeah. make you watch a movie yeah. and then when it was over you're like how many days has it been yeah. like, oh it was like God. 25 minutes yeah yeah. yeah yeah like that's how it felt <laughs> oh man yeah but uh, like not completely terrible and i appreciated all the creative uh death scenes yeah death by tattoo is a new one yeah, yeah. you know which pretty cool i could have used without the noise but i understand where they yeah. were going yeah, I it mean, because like be in, re- in retrospect, yeah, um, was it supposed to be its own little saw? Yeah, like was it a yeah. real like, yeah. you know, machine yeah. grade? Right. Yeah. Is yeah. that a grade machine quality? Sure. I don't know. A caterpillar quality. <laughs> At that point know. in the movie, though, I was just into everything, so I was yeah. just fine with that. That just. And you know perfectly well that the cat ate her at the end. Oh, I hope so. Oh, that's the hairless cat. The hairless cat was a perfect addition. Of course, she had a hairless cat. Of course, oh Oh my god! Like, so remember when she almost got uh, uh, decapitated? Redora almost got killed by the 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 garden sculpture. That was. I'm sorry. You saw where that was. That was very precarious. Yeah. And uh, as an art. 
Yeah. You know. Uh, Installation. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, as an expert. Yeah, I should yeah, know that she sure. would like, put it like that's, that. That's, no. Yeah. And here's the thing about her house. Yeah. Her house was clearly in like Palm Springs. Yeah, sure, yeah. There, that house is nowhere in LA. No, 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 no. Not on the, not, not in the canyon, not no. in the hills above Malibu. No. That is not in LA. Right, no. So I don't know where she thought she was coming in from, but unless you were, you're in a chopper, Although I will, you're not getting to the gallery. I will say, I've listened to some interviews with Gilroy about that. He specifically shoots everything in L.A., so that might be some yeah, weird nook be. that it was probably we're hiding of, behind but... that giant sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> when they zoomed out on the skyline, yeah. look for it. You'll see yeah, it exactly. now. Yeah. You'll yeah. see it now. It's right. Yeah. You don't be. Don't fall for it. No. Don't look for all the pools. Don't fall for <laughs> you look for the sculpture that time. Yep. Yeah. All right, guys. I think we've beaten this one up enough. Uh, yeah. So I have two very funny people with uh, very funny comedy careers. And Who I are they? Ke- they sound yeah. great. Hey, they're they're <laughs> yeah. getting our coffee. Yeah. I know. They'll be here any minute. So <laughs> sit God damn tight. I'm trying to be supportive. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys, what do you guys got coming up, Kev? I know you have a big audition Tuesday. We're all for a Hallmark rooting for movie. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm doing uh, the uh, New York Comedy Club at the end of the month, the oh, 23rd, nice. and I'm doing Dangerfields on the 25th. Very cool. That I know of. Yeah. And then I don't know anything else coming up. Very cool. Anybody else wants to hire me, feel free. You're hired. Yeah. Where can like, people find you? Uh, I'm on Facebook at Kevin Dolan. I'm on Twitter at KRD70. Uh, and then Instagram, which is, uh, oh no, I'm sorry. Twitter is Kev's just saying. Instagram is KRD70. That sounds like the best radio station. KRD70. Yeah. I feel it's an 80s then, throwback. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's an 80s throwback. Yeah. All right. That's as am I. I would yeah. totally so, wear yeah. the sweatshirt. Okay. I, I, would. That. <laughs> I was about to say, you're doing the kind of off the sleeve little. Uh, this, I'm out of clothes. Kind of. I'm really backed up on laundry. <laughs> and, this shirt uh, is actually from 1986. Yep. Yeah. Found yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it's well, from the y- Tiffany collection. Literally oh, her closet. Not oh, Tiffany. Yeah. I yeah. love her. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Good times. Great oldies. What are you doing? What, what was that? KR9? KRD70. KRD70. Let's do that again. All these. <laughs> all Let's right. do it again. Hold on. Wait. You have to do <laughs> Good times. You have to do the other one. I have to do the what? The you KRD70 or the Great Oldies? We do that part together. Yeah. We right. do that part together. Hold on. I got to get in character. <laughs> Good times. Great Oldies. KRD70. You <laughs> people suck. <laughs> Now nobody will forget your handle. They're going there tomorrow. I'm having bumper sticker stickers (laughs) made like right now. I want it. Click, 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 order, submit, whatever. That's my sound effects. Use the favorite word that you learned from Bob Velvet Bosa. Uh, well, I am ensorcelled with this entire experience. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, well. This movie, sitting through this, was well worth uh, the pain and suffering. Uh, just to get this isn't a rug bazaar. Yeah. Let's make that a thing. I know. Let's make that a thing. This isn't a fucking rug bazaar. Yeah. Right? Oh, and like use the person's name. Like, this isn't a rug bazaar, Catherine. Yeah, yeah. You know? Give me a break, Deborah. What do you think this is? A rug bazaar? God damn it, Linda. All right. Tell the people where you're going to be, Mel. I'm going to be playing the hits on KRD. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, in a couple of weeks, Andrew, we have our big show. I know, and, and it's sold out. You know what I love about sold out shows? I don't have to do shit for so long. Um, I'm still compulsively checking the event, right? Just to make <laughs> just sure. Just to see if there's more yeah. tickets for no, some reason. Or like that nothing. they didn't disappear and it oh, wasn't just like. Oh, refunds. Yeah. You're oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe word got out that I wasn't. Where's, a event. Yeah. It's in Bristol. At Firefly Hollow Brewing. So, I don't know right? You're like, sounds incredible. Yeah. <laughs> sounds yeah. ritzy. It does ritzy. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Bristol, yeah, it sounds yeah. ritzy. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Yep, exactly. Real, real, real ritzy. <laughs> real ritzy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, it's fancy in Bristol. Uh-huh. The fire, <laughs> Firefly what? Uh, Firefly, Firefly Hollow. Hollow uh, Isn't brewing. that where they did Gilmore Girls? Wasn't that? Uh, yes, Hollow? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Fireflies as far as the eye can see. <laughs> 
Um, it just is get the free one. Yeah. 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 All, it, they're all, the all wait- in mason jars. Yeah. Yep. All the bartenders and waitress talk really fast nice. with very big words. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A lot of references. Yeah. Tons of yeah. references. Yeah. Um, at Paladino's Tavern. <laughs> it's a super adorable, rustic uh, brewery. Yes. That's, it's Who better than me. love the shit out of us. It's I know. Well, they haven't met us yet. I mean, I in know. all fairness, they don't really know us yet. Are you kidding? Brewery. Every show you do, it's like 90% your friends because you are so supported. Like, both of it you. It used to be 90% yeah. my friends. Yeah. And then they're like, we already did that one. Yeah. Uh, this one, I will say bunch of strangers yes thank the, god and you know um I, I did that minutes. thing where on the event bright i'm like who's this yeah and then i looked them up on uh on facebook and, and no and i'm like huh it's like some somebody's dad yeah <laughs> you know yeah. And it's like all right like okay. that's great yeah cool that's great um so, so that's the big one coming up well and bad. um Working on a couple private events Ooh. currently. I'm your private I'm a dancer. dancer. Um, so this is it, guys. This is where I get murdered. Yeah, I've been talking about this for a while. Yeah. Um, so okay. this will probably be the last. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll feel yeah. very insourceful. Last known it. podcast mm-hmm. is that your? Yeah. yeah. That's actually a great name for a podcast. It is. Last well, I'm just going off well, of her off other my handles. Twitter handle. Yeah, last she, known tweet and last, last known last photo. known email. Yeah. Nice. I own it all, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's all mine. Yeah, I would look that up. That's that's yeah. Okay, let's right do there. it now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on. I got to order rugs for the bazaar. <laughs> <laughs> for the big KRD seventy rug bazaar. All right, thank you guys for doing this. I thank appreciate you. it.